0: This is a headgum podcast. In eighty six, Anna Martin wrote the first book of what became a cult. Now it's time, the Babysitter's Club. club. Uh, hey, Tanner. Hey. Hi. Hey, talk to me about this book.
1: Uh, my attention is just drifting tonight. Yeah. I am thinking about the future. I'm thinking about... The past. ...possible worlds. Uh, I'm thinking about everything we've been through together and what comes next. And I'm just sort of starting to plan for my Device. retirement. I'm going to throw a big party, I think. And now that I'm kind of under, out from under your yoke, I'm going to like start doing a lot more recreational drugs, I because okay. I don't have to do those... Dang piss test you've always got me doing, you know? We got to
0: keep this podcast on the
1: level. I'm just really looking forward to being done, to being out of the game.
0: You're not worried about having too much freedom without me breathing down your neck anymore?
1: N- Honestly, no. I feel like I've, I've missed out on so much over the last few years. Like video games, I never got a chance to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, men and women, I never got a chance to love. <laughs> okay. Books, I never got a chance to read. The good book. okay. Skydiving, Rocky Mountain Climbing. Yep. Two point seven seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. Just a life unlived. Yeah. And finally now in the in the twilight of my years, thirty-six, I'll finally get a chance to take an honest run at it, you know? No more getting bogged down by podcasts, except for the Patreon show, of course, and Experience Share Pokemon (laughs) Podcast. um we should probably stop doing the thing where we pretend
0: th- that we're gonna stop the podcast because i feel like we always lose some portion of listeners who, are, who like <laughs> do like some soul searching <laughs> and are like yeah that seems like a good place to end it
1: we had a good run
0: um here we are by which i mean here i am in a different place aren't i
1: yeah you're in some kind of chalet yeah in i'm gonna guess north texas
0: it's one of the places of Texas. It's like it's close enough to where I live in Texas that I still drive Cyril to daycare every morning.
1: Oh, it's so you're you're on sort of a staycation.
0: I mean, it's away.
1: Did you even leave Austin?
0: Yeah, it,
1: just okay. about, almost.
0: Yeah, it's like a forty minute drive to daycare. I don't want to triangulate too much, um, okay. but we're here, and every morning Travis? I wake Cyril up in this Airbnb. You and Travis. I don't want to talk about it anymore.
1: You still in the county? Yes, though? I'm
0: still in Travis County. Okay. <laughs> I just want to, I want to understand where you are. I want to understand okay. who I'm talking to right Everybody, now. I don't know who you are. I wake Cyril up to take him to daycare and he turns
1: to me and he says,
0: can we stay here forever?
1: Well, is it that much better than your your There's house, a pool. House? It doesn't look that nice. There's a pool. I mean, it looks fine. It looks like a chalet. It just doesn't, it looks a little like, like a vacation home.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, so Cyril is not like, I mean, it's a nice place. But what makes Cyril happy is not necessarily like the kind of thing you'll give a like five stars on Airbnb for. Like there is a pool. Yeah. And I got some dinosaur toys for him. You ever just
1: think about putting in a pool? I don't have the money
0: for that, Tanner, or the space, um, or the time.
1: Oh, okay. Um, so your patio your is more important than your son's pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is actually
0: true. And what about you? You're, you're still in, in your basement, podcasting from your basement.
1: I'm here in Connecticut. I'm still in the basement, the podcasting basement. Yeah. It's fine. It's good. The weather's the weather's fine down here in the podcasting basement. I also take my calls down here during the day. We're going to be talking today about, that's cool. Thank you. That's cool. We're going to be talking about a really good book today. I was on a client call today. Okay. The major pharmaceutical company. Okay. And the agency. And they saw the Jar Jar on my back wall. Okay. And asked what it was all about.
0: What do you mean, what is it all about? Haven't you seen Phantom Menace,
1: you said? Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> it's art. It's fine art. Yeah. It's da Vinci what the Mona Lisa is all about. Did
0: they say why do you have Jar Jar on your wall? Or were they like, what's that? What kind of Gungan is that?
1: (laughs) They knew which Gungan it was. Okay. (laughs) um, To me, adds insult to injury. They said, why do you have Jar Jar on your wall? And it's like, I get the question. If the question is, which Gungan is that? Yeah. And why have you chosen to celebrate it? That's a question I'm willing to, to engage with and respond. Right. When the question is, why do you have Jar Jar on your wall? It's like, okay, that's you're begging. Is that begging the question? No, because you've answered your question with the question. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Like, you,
0: it's kind of, it's like a proto. It's Jar Jar. What do you mean? Question. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, you're begging the question. Now I'm begging the question. Yeah, right. It prompts me to beg the question, which you know I hate to do.
0: Yeah. Why do I have Jar Jar on my wall? Because I need to have the world's most famous gungan on my wall.
1: Yeah, can you suggest a gungan, a better gungan <laughs> yeah. to have on my wall?
0: Father, what's his name?
1: Boss Nass. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's my only suggestion. Um, we should talk about this book. I want to. I, I want to really spend every second available to us tonight exploring We're off this to a bad start. fascinating tome. Roughly what? bad start. Okay, okay. Well, we we I was writing the ship, and now you've un, you've unwritten it again, haven't you? Because now we're talking about that. Yeah.
1: Um, it's a wonderful. It's a tour de force. Tour de force. I thought it was good. We got a new power couple in Stony Brook yeah. right in time, squeezed in right under the wire. This is the last one. We should say there's a this super is the special second to last Babysitters Club book ever. Yeah. That we will ever read ever.
0: Yeah. Ever. I think there so they like I've heard tell of some mysterious like there's a mysterious chain letter book. didn't we read that? I don't think so Christmas. we read we a Christmas one, but there's like a chain letter one there are there uh, it's I don't want to say that we will never discover another babysitter's club book, but it's it's we're at a point where it's reasonable to say that that might be the case
1: I don't see I don't have a path forward, yeah, other than of course retirement. Right. Discovering myself, mm-hmm. skydiving, Rocky Mountain climbing, yeah, 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 2.7 yeah. seconds. Big bull man called man Fu man and Yeah. And then the birds. Yes. Of course, is always sort of a, a yeah. backup no, plan. Yeah, we've been over that.
0: What, but we do, what we can do is enjoy what we Bird have stuff. left, which is this book. And I want to talk a about it. I want to plan. introduce it. Let me just introduce it. My name is Jack. And what I say is hi, hi. Hi. And welcome to the Babysitters Club. Club! Club. It's a podcast wherein I, Jack Alexander Shepard... And my name is Tanner
1: Greenring.
0: Talk about the classic novels of the princess of... Hola,
1: me llamo Tanner Greenring.
0: Okay, that was fine. The classic novels of the princess of the Prince of Towns. I feel like we've been through
1: so much together, Jack, and there was a time in our professional lives as podcasters together where I was taking daily Spanish lessons and really... Using the space of this podcast to try out some of my Spanish stuff, yeah. and that was like, that was three careers ago now. Yeah, that know? was a long time ago.
0: This is going to be one of those episodes where I, I think there's a technical term for it, but it's like they didn't have time to do an episode, so they just like have a conversation and then like flash
1: back to like yeah. the time you spoke Spanish or whatever. Right. Yeah. We should do one of those. We should do one of those. What else? What other kind of weird ticks have we had over the years?
0: Um, there was a big singing phase.
1: And you would get pissed about it. Yeah, I would get annoyed about it. You would talk about the board and how they wouldn't allow me to sing.
0: Yeah, so that was a classic. There was a arguing phase.
1: Arguing phase, which is, is a little bit, it's never left us, really. Yeah. yeah. We've just kind of That's learned just... to tamp it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what else, but I do know that we read a book this
0: week. It was called Babysitter's Club Friends Forever, number 12, Claudia and the Disaster Date. Who's by we the don't hand that shakes
1: in our personal lives.
0: Saint Annabelle Matthews, Martin Stormborn, Soul Skinner, Mother of Clocks, Bane to Bats, first often, of her name, last of her kind, last hope for humankind. Um, I feel like we always have like a slightly combative attitude.
1: Uh, prof- uh, professionally, in, in on our the podcast personal or lives, personally, little bit. I don't think that's true. Okay, I think you're. I think you're being pigheaded about that. Okay.
0: <laughs> I what I'm hoping to do is to talk about the book. You'll know. Yeah. That we read. It's called Friends Forever, number twelve. Claudia and the Disaster Date, and it was I thought really good. Okay, it's a great one. Claudia is in it. Alan Gray is in it. The Babysitters Club is in it. There's good clean babysitting fun.
1: It's good clean babysitting fun. There's Xboxes and stuff. Yes. There's mini golf. There's a love triangle. I think I've picked up on a little okay. bit of a love triangle. I'm I, t- that. I I picked up on a little romantic tension between. Christy, Christy and Christy Allen. and Ag. Yep, I saw that too. Yeah, started to get a little, started to get a little whiff of romance off of Carrie Rettlin and and. Uh, oh man, Stacy McGill. Maybe? Well, are we
0: doing our ship of the week?
1: Oh, uh, we're doing. Oh. <laughs> ship
0: of the week. Um. So I got a it? couple. I got two ships of the week this week. Yeah, you know, normally we bring in the the deep voice men to do it, but I'm just going to tell you, <coughs> oh,
1: okay. Arg matey. welcome to me segment. <laughs> okay, yeah. ship of the week.
0: <laughs> welcome Tis aboard, me
1: Captain Dong Crusher. <laughs> okay, yeah, great. Captain <laughs> of the this seafaring vessel, the ship of the week. <laughs> yeah, can I come aboard? Aye, matey, come aboard. My name but is... But first, you must walk the plank. Is... Or tell me what your ship of the week is. Can
0: I tell you my name?
1: Arg yes.
0: I'm a famous sea captain as well. My name is Jack Jackson.
1: Oh, uh, arg! <laughs> I have heard of ye. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yep, and uh, the, I'm I'm seeking the dead man's
1: chest. Yeah, and your your boat is called my boat i have to name my boat as well argh mine is the ship of the week <laughs>
0: oh yeah um...
1: <laughs> my vessel my boat and your vessel matey i've heard of your reputation but have i heard of ye ship
0: uh it's a small ship you wouldn't have heard of it
1: i would love to hear the name of it though how did you name your ship uh, wait, what did my, mine was called the Dong Crusher? No,
0: your, your person's name is the Dong Crusher. I'm Captain Dong Crusher. Yeah.
1: How did I name me ship? Yeah, ship of the week. I'll tell you, I entered it into a contest. Okay. And they said, now that is the ship of the week. And I said, that would make a, a good name for a boat. Okay. My one's called. Before that, it was called the Poon. No. <laughs> <And> that's it. <laughs> and that's and that's why we changed the name. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Not popular. Uh my boat is called Jack Jackson's small but
0: impressive boat. Arg, and what was your ship of the week? And my Captain ship of the Jackson. week this week. I got two. Arg. Can I say both? Arr, yes. Let me start with one and then I'll have you say one. It's called Stacy
1: McBlack. Ooh, Stacy McBlack. Let me Where's read you this Mi- passage. Uh, McGill, yeah, they all go on a, all of the
0: Babysitters Club. This, let's talk about this. The entire Babysitters Club goes on a date with Alan Gray, Carrie Retlin, and Pete Black. The entire we, well, babysitter's it, like club. it starts as wild. the
1: entire Babysitters Club going on a date with Alan Gray. That's He's the like de- I would yeah. love to date the the Babysitters. He club.
0: actually says that at some point. Alan Gray says. Alan put one hand over his heart and raised the other. I promised to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Then he reached out and caught my hand. Now, when is my next date with the babysitter's club? Yeah. That's at the end of the novel. We haven't described it yet. I'm all hi- hyper aware of that, by the way. Don't worry, folks.
1: Um, he doesn't know that he's just dating Claudia. No, he's dating the whole club. He thinks he's like this like playboy swinger who's it's like dating all five here's, babysitters.
0: Here's my Stacey McBlack ship, and this is still Jack Jackson. Uh, speaking. <laughs> yes, from the the prow of Jack Jackson's small but impressive boat, um, and I say that the following passage: Carrie announced, and they're ta- they're at a um they're at a mini golf game. Carrie announced Claudia's is beating Dawn. Piece of cake, I said,
1: and Sorry? Dawn gave
0: me a friendly shoulder punch.
1: Claudia is beating Dawn.
0: Oh no, it says here do- in the in the book it says Dawn.
1: D o d d o n
0: no, I think it's d o n g
1: dong dong, D-O-N-G. D-O-N-G. Claudia's beating, beating dong, D-O-N-G.
0: huh it doesn't, it doesn't i don't get it anyway, piece of cake, I said, and Don gave me a friendly shoulder punch, and i'm beating Marianne, not by much, said Marianne, so what about you guys, Pete Stacy?
1: <laughs>
0: she may be a beginner, but she's too good for me, so far, said Pete, <sighs> grinning at Stacy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> B <bong> Ba-na-na. black, people black, and it's people black. And, and black had a star turn this week. Yeah, getting uh, being hot to trot
0: for Stacey McGill, and we've seen it Stacey before. McGill. We've seen it before, but now it feels like it's coming. She's f- newly free, right? Oh no, she's still she's still with Ethan.
1: But yeah, come she's on. a little bit with Ethan. But, you know, she's that's that's Rocky. Uh, let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about my ship of the week. Okay, what's it called this week? Do you believe in ships of the week, Jack? I certainly do. Cause you're in one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's from Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Let's ha- play pairs, Carrie said. Fine. Did you say you haven't seen it?
0: I've seen it, but I don't remember enough of it to what, like do you trade believe in quotes quote no with stories. You? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. That's okay. What he says. That's what he and says. And
1: then they step into the, like the moonlight and they tur- turn into like zombies. Okay because you're in one cool let's play pairs carrie said fine said christy marianne will you but carrie cut in i can ask her myself marianne will you do me the honor of being my partner (sighs) sure said marianne smiling she and carrie have had a little bond ever since he helped her with a problem involving a class bully wow and you know what i
0: call that one (sighs) can i tell you what i call that one yeah. Um, Carrie Ann. Yeah, it's called Carrie Ann. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good one, right? That is a good one. And then it sort of leaves Christy flapping in the breeze a little bit. And then we but have this love Christy's triangle. got this thing with Alan where Just it's got like a thing with Alan. sort of a, a fun, flirty, combative sort of situation, even though Alan has a girlfriend officially. Yeah. Officially. Um, and just so Claudia,
0: so so folks feel comfortable and
1: Don is Don is nobody
0: I Jack Jackson I'm now going to step back off of your ship into my yes. boat and sail off and that's the last we'll ever hear of what's your name Captain Don Crusher
1: yes <laughs> okay and the ship of the week <laughs> um,
0: and now I'd like to describe this novel mm. you thought you were going to get sorry, away with it sorry I was having it. a sip of beer a sip of the week a sip of the week um, can I describe the book? Yes. It's great. It's so good. Guys, guys, it's so good. It's such a good one. I love this. I love good this Good book,
1: one. engaging
0: content, written yeah. by all... Old... <sighs> What's happening? You all right? What's going on, man? You need me to call Sorry, somebody? I've
1: had this like... Kind it's like a of... heartburn? It's not a heartburn. It's worth. What is it? Jack. Where
0: are you feeling it?
1: Come on, talk to me. All over my body. All over my body. It's like a tingling? Yes. Okay. A good tingle or a bad tingle? Diarrhea. <laughs> okay. Uh erection lasting over forty-eight hours.
0: Oh, I've heard of this. <clears throat>
1: oh, I think wait, just give me a 2nd You're passing okay, something. It's passing. Okay. Oh, I think it was a thag attack. It was a thag attack. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And those come on so quickly and yeah. they just as fast disappear. Some lingering effects, obviously, that like stays with you for a while having a thack attack. Yeah. I don't know if Your this eyes still is going glow like fire. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And then the diarrhea stuff that that's I don't know if that's related, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah, to something else.
1: I don't know, like Occam's razor or whatever, but like yeah. that could be something else.
0: Well, I am a no nola thack girl.
1: Yes, I've heard that about you. Yeah. And
0: I, I did hit a big old Nolan
1: one this week. Right. Yes, I heard that about you too. And, and I'm the Cy Young. Three times Cy Young Award, Award winner, winner, Nolan Ryan. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: The thing is we had it in one with Thack Attack. I don't <laughs> yeah. know why we kept insisting on exploring that space. But yeah. you know, I'm glad we did. We came up with some good stuff.
0: Uh, But N- Nola Thacker wrote this one, and in case they hadn't put it in the acknowledgements, you would know from this passage where Marianne is painting a mural in the B-plot. Beneath the porch swing, a large dog with glasses read, How to house train your human. Okay, <laughs> Nola. I looked it up to see if that was a book by Nola Thacker. Is it? No, it would be amazing if it were.
1: The Scholastic Liars would never let that kind of shit fly
0: i bet she put in like <laughs> yeah. she put in the, the like five dogs all reading all of noah thacker's published works about dogs yeah, and this like class the, of liars it's were like, like the
1: dogs playing poker yeah like they're all reading noah thacker books
0: <laughs> i would if that painting existed i would hang that in my bedroom wall
1: and that's like a chapter she like goes in the it's very intricate details about this painting of these five dogs reading *Nola <laughs> yeah. books and, and Scholastic just like big no. red X over uh-uh. that chapter.
0: No way. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna describe this novel, then we'll have you do it.
1: Okay. Ready? Yep. Here we go.
0: Steamy. It's steamy. You ready? Steam. It's you mean steam. It's steam. Science. No, it is steamy. Uh, T. Forget it. Engineering and forget mathematics. It. You'll get it what as I think T read it. For? Just forget it teaching does it i don't know theology
1: look it theology it's not, it's not theology stem
0: theatetus that's the platonic dialogue Wh- who theatetus. cares why are you looking science up?
1: technology engineering mathematics okay. stem not steam yeah
0: and that is what the acronym that i didn't say stands for so thanks everybody <laughs> for bearing with us on that can i please you did say something? steam. You i said steamy steam. i said it's steamy <clears throat> STEM E. Okay. Can I please read this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, say it. I made it up. I'm uh, okay. making it up. Ready? Yes. Here we go. A man who is shunned because he can't play by the rules. A woman who is interested because she can't help herself. A love that is intoxicating because it is forbidden. A young and talented artist, Claudia Lynn Kishi wants nothing more than to turn away from the affections of the dark, dangerous, and mysterious Alan Gray and focus on her promising career in design. But the more she pulls away, the more something inside her, something fierce and untamable, pulls her back into a life of passion that feels as much like destiny as it does
1: disaster
0: this steamy sensuous and startling novel provides the dramatic conclusion to the epic romance that began with Claudia gets her guy and it will leave you breathless babysitters club friends forever number 12 Claudia and the disaster day
1: (laughs) Woo! good
0: and Thumbs that was fine. Thank you. We don't need to dwell on it. We don't need,
1: to, don't need to explore this any further.
0: I don't need your adulation. No, we're going to put 60 seconds on a big bad clock. No, no, we're no. Gonna, we no, just no, agree. No.
1: We just agree we don't need to explore I'm any further. In
0: five seconds. I've already got a big bad clock uh, ready to go. Are you ready? You're going to describe I this guess. novel. And you are going to begin
1: now. Claudia is going on dates with Alan, and she is anxious about it because she doesn't want to be caught dating Alan Gray, especially by Christy or the Babysitter's Club. Alan is being weird. He's not being funny or fun. He's just being robotic because he's trying to prove that he's not the chuckle nuts that he was <laughs> previously. Meanwhile, Claudia and Erica Blumberg have a job together at the Stony Brook Library in the kids department. Claudia decides she wants to paint a mural on the wall and asks their supervisor if she can. and, And the supervisor agrees that it's a good idea. But Mrs. Kishi says, I'm mad at you for going up behind my back to make this happen. Erica's trying to find her birth parents. Claudia and Alan have a confrontation and you start dating the Babysitter's Club and he agrees to stop being so weird. Erica finds their birth parents, Claudia and Mrs. Kishi make up.
0: And time. That was fine. Got a little lackluster at the end. For wh- How exciting uh, think, of a book this is? I think it, is?
1: it snapped into focus right at the end. Yeah. It's if a, anything, it was lackluster early on.
0: It's a tour de force. It's a wonderful novel. It's Here's my question for you. How did you feel
1: about it? How did you feel Which part? Which part? Which part? Erica? Let me read a passage.
0: I'll read you a passage. Uh, Tell me how how it makes you feel. Okay. Alan turned to me. I rolled my eyes. (laughs) You're too much, I said. As long as I'm not too much for you. He answered, sounding anxious and hopeful. No, I replied. Touched. Good. He smiled. It wasn't a goofy grin. It was a sort of special smile, one that he seemed to have saved for me. Then he said, I like going out with the BSC. Really, I do. But I guess I'd like to think of you as my... girlfriend. I gulped. Possibly I blushed. Then I said, Okay, boyfriend. Alan's smile was huge and wonderful. Wow. Wow. How does that make you feel? Because it makes me feel weird.
1: I like it <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Yeah, I feel like Alan was the underdog. Alan's the the fun, like the fun guy. Yeah. Um, and speaking as someone who's who's been the fun guy. Yeah. For most of his life, it's nice to see one of our kind <laughs> reach and...
0: beyond his
1: lights. Yeah.
0: And snag a, ta- a um, true talent like Claudia Kishi.
1: I would love to see your special smile that you only reserve for your girlfriend. May S- I see Sarah? It? Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Ready? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move out from behind this mic. Because
1: Alan has a special smile that he saves for Claudia. Yeah. And I'm curious what your special smile looks like.
0: All right. Like. I'm going to move out from behind this mic and show it to you. Are you ready?
1: Okay. Yeah. I think I've seen that smile.
0: <laughs> what do you
1: think? I think I've seen it before. Okay. I don't believe you that that's just your special Sarah smile. Oh, <laughs> that's... Not, that's too much. That was too much? So you want somewhere in between? <laughs> no, if that's your special smile, fine, but <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see it. Are you done? I'm done, yeah. Here, do you want to see mine? Yeah.
0: Does This is good audio. Okay, Tanner's moved his mic. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it looks. Tanner did a smile that you would do if uh, you had just had an argument with someone about whether a movie starred like fucking Ryan Reynolds or Jake Gyllenhaal. And you said Tanner said Jake Gyllenhaal and you said Ryan Reynolds. And you looked it up and Tanner was right. And that's what the (laughs) smile. <laughs> it's what? it's also
1: my like it's my uh, Zoom, and I'm sure Jamie gets like, it all the time. <laughs> it's my Zoom icon. Oh yeah! And every time I go into a meeting with like coworkers or clients, it automatically pops up this picture of me doing this like little shit-eating grin (laughs) and i always try to position my face in a way and grin so that when i turn on my camera i'm like in the exact same position (laughs) as my photo that's good no one ever notices looks
0: like jar jar binks is kind of doing that same smile too yeah it must be pretty disconcerting for i'm surprised any of these clients uh stick around
1: that's jar jar's bedroom smile.
0: that's his bedroom smile yeah you can't folks you can't see it uh it's a it's an audio medium uh tanner's got a big poster of jar jar binks doing his special bedroom smile uh right behind him and it's what we like to look at while um uh, we record this podcast um what do you think should we talk about something else before we
1: take a break
0: no no okay you want
1: to take a quick break am i don't care you got something? You got something. No, I've got saucy endless things to talk fast. about.
0: I've got so much to talk about. Maybe we should let's something. take a break and and just really ramp into it. I got it. something. Okay. I got something. Okay, fine.
1: What? I got something quick and Say dirty. It. If we want to get quick and Say dirty. It. It's summertime. hmm It won't be dark until about nine. What happened to you? I said, cleverly changing the subject. Christy was wearing shorts and a t shirt, as well as a large band-aid on one knee, a smaller one on her elbow and quite a bit of dirt down one side of her body. A slide at home plate, she said impatiently. What? <laughs> okay, that was subtle.
0: I think, I think only I can know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs>
0: and is, and it's is that the world's up. most subtle version of?
1: <laughs> no. Double play ball, right at Simmons. Claudia, Claudia and Stacy, and Stacey baseball idiot.
0: Uh, Pick us up with the bat. Follow through with
1: the bat. <laughs> Blink and you miss it. <laughs> but it's there. It's a it's Claudia there. and Stacy baseball idiot.
0: Like a what? A what? Plate? What? <laughs> That made no sense. What what? the fuck are you talking about? You have a Band-Aid because of some kind of a plate situation? What the (laughs) fuck? Did it break? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's good. I loved it. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back. And I've just got so much more to talk about this fantastic novel. And now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um... A dilly dilly, my lord. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's Evil Jack here. I was just workshopping some of the most evil ways to start an ad spot. Evil Tanner couldn't make it today because he's busy trying to break his previous record for how many people he can tell that they should smile more in a 24-hour period. I just wanted to give you an update on our uh, evil company, BetterHelp, uh, where we help evil betters to... um, Make small, lucrative bets on extremely wicked outcomes, Uh, like, for instance, I bet that I can accidentally put my own bag on the weighing area of your self-checkout at the grocery store, so you have to call someone over to make the machine work again. Well, basically, since you asked, it's going uh, pretty badly, um, because apparently the name of our company sounds too much like the name of our sponsor – Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bedfellows today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Bedfellows. Okay, let's dive right back into this novel, Tanner. It's wonderful. Claudia dates Alan Gray. We talked about it in Claudia Gets Her Guy, but in this one, she really dates Alan Gray. They're dating, and he also dates the whole BSC. Mm. Um, I want to read you a passage um, from their date because it bears on um, some deep lore that we have uncovered related to these novels and the circumstances surrounding uh, how the Sitter Cycle was created.
1: Okay, that was that was a quite a run on sentence, but I think I understood what you yeah. were saying.
0: I think you'll find that it, the sentence scans. It's just a long one. I write yeah. like this too. Yeah, <laughs> if you look back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I got what you're saying, but yeah. So they go see a movie, and here's what Alan says. I can't believe you haven't seen The Tsunami Monster's Revenge. It's a great movie, even if it's a cartoon. I've been wanting to see it, I confess, but I couldn't convince any of my friends to go. I think it should be Persuade. You convince someone of something or that something, and you persuade someone to something. Anyway. But I couldn't convince any of my friends to go.
1: I thought Alan was saying that. I was like, fuck, that's like surprisingly <laughs> sophisticated linguistics.
0: No, that was just me. My grandfather used to talk about that a lot. Yeah. And so I, I wanted to get that in there for, for him. Um, I couldn't convince any of my friends to go. I love animated films. I mean, the good ones are real works of art. but My friends just don't understand. Tanner, now I would like to read you a passage, if I may. Okay. I would like to read you a passage from the Final Fantasy Wikia. Yep. And it is a description, Tanner, of a creature called the Leviathan. hmm A massive sea serpent that effortlessly controls water and rules all who dwell in the oceans. The raging swell of his tsunami is enough to consume even the fiercest of foes. What game is that from? It's all... So Leviathan has been depicted as both male and female, depending on the Final Fantasy game. A giant sea serpent, he first appeared as a monster that swallowed the party in Final Fantasy 2. Leviathan has since gone on to become one of the most prominent summons in the series alongside Bahamut. Being known by titles such as the Sea King or Lord of All Waters, Leviathan's trademark attack is Tidal Wave, also known as Tsunami, which calls on a massive wave of water to damage all Enemies. Oh,
1: he's a summon.
0: Tanner, Claudia, and Alan Gray went to go see a movie called "The Tsunami Monsters' Revenge" about
1: David Levitan. oh Leviathan. Right. Yes, yes, yes. David Levitan, and he's a he's a prominent summon in the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, which is scary. Is what I'm hearing now. Yeah. Huh. I didn't. I don't. I've played several. Yeah. Um. I guess I didn't recognize him. But you know what? I don't think if you put David Levitan in a lineup in front of me. Yeah. Could not tell you what he looked like.
0: Well, I think like tentacles, I would imagine. Tentacles
1: make sense to me. Yeah.
0: Some large number of tentacles, right? Yeah. Inky black eyes, right? Definitely. Yep. Yep. Um, I would say chitness is a a word that's coming to mind. I would describe him as chitness.
1: Chitness in like a crustaceous. Capacity or like a s- arachnid capacity?
0: I think maybe somewhere in between those two things.
1: I guess they're not that dissimilar.
0: Yeah. Um, and skittering, I would I would think some kind of some amount of skittering would. be. I
1: don't right. think it's skittering because I think it's it's definitely like glorpier than that. It's glorpier. Okay, so glorpy. So we could do glorpy. like if, if we talk to like one of those
0: like police sketch artists and they were like describe David Levitan. Yeah,
1: glorpy chitness. It's a
0: glorpy chitness. I don't know how many tentacles, but like, like more you than, can't, you can't more go than wrong,
1: One, like, or on the side of too many. You know, more like, than one, less than a thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is all that's is that is as close as I can get. Yeah, to a description of number of tentacles.
0: But that so that's interesting of Nola in this
1: novel, and and also them. like, yeah, so inky black. Mm. that you almost can't make him out regardless of environment right it and that's be a, good it could be that's a white box because if you
0: did if you saw him in all his glory your mind would be your flayed. mind would be flayed um but so that was an interesting little sly thing that nola did in there. dangerous of her frankly i wouldn't do it but to just, no. just be like hey i'm just gonna have alan and claudia go see a movie and the movie they see on their fucking disaster date is about
1: the fucking Leviathan. Yeah, and it's also an anime.
0: Well, and then they describe his basement. So the b plot of this novel is that uh, Claudia is working at the library and gets in some kind of inscrutable fight with her mom about. It,
1: it was extremely inscrutable. It was. Yeah. It, it felt like nonsense.
0: It felt like nonsense, but about whether she should paint a mural or not. But the the this is the relevant passage. When Alan comes to visit her and she leads him down a narrow flight of stairs to the to the secret room in the fucking bottom of the library. It's like something out of it. What is this? A dungeon? Ellen asked. I led the way down a narrow flight of stairs at the back of one of the book storage closets in the reference corner of the main library. I pushed open the door at the bottom. The floor there was made of uneven bricks. Two steps brought me to a brick wall with a door just to the right of it. I pushed that door open, and we were in a small square room made of bricks. A dehumidifier hummed in the corner, but other than that, the room was quiet. Bookshelves covered most of the walls, but in places you could see the fan pattern in which the bricks had been laid, which echoed the pattern beneath our feet. It is a dungeon, said Al.
1: Is it a dungeon, or, or is it just beyond this door?
0: Okay, yeah, okay. Well, so I had thought it was a description, and it may be both of the Leviathan's dungeon beneath Scholastic.
1: I think but, it might be both, but I yeah. I'm wondering what's beyond the what's just beyond this door. It's just beyond this door. Well, it could be just like his Xbox and stuff,
0: like your Xbox and stuff.
1: No, I don't. You think don't so. think so? No.
0: Like PlayStation, like whatever the, like this new, the new Switch that, I don't know, I can't keep up with it. There's a new Switch, right? The next gen Switch.
1: It's important that you know that you yeah. can leave at any time. It's important that you know you can leave at any time. Okay. I meant what I said, the helicopter's on standby to take you whenever you want to go. I meant what I said, the helicopter's on standby to take you whenever you want to go. Do you have the new Switch? There is no new Switch. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting that information. What There's about a new PlayStation and a new Xbox coming out?
0: Isn't didn't they do a thing where like they put all the NES classic games on like one box that you could get?
1: Uh, not every game, but there is yeah, there is something like that.
0: Can we play that in? On the door, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I don't have that, but I have a Raspberry Pi. Okay, sort of like an emulation, not a literal. Sorry. Not a literal Raspberry Pi. Yeah, it's an emulator console, uh-huh. kind of made from like a low spec computer. Yeah, so it's got every NES game on it.
0: Well, so why would I get in the helicopter when you have something like that?
1: You tell me, man. I'm just saying <laughs> the helicopter is standing by. Okay. Yeah. If that's something you choose, you you decide you want to do. Okay. So I, the Leviathan is the one at the playroom all along, right? And but Mr. Gray will see you Mr. now. Mr. Gray will see you now. Well, it is our segment where we talk
0: about what Miss what Alan Gray was up to in this novel, right?
1: And Alan Gray was up to a lot this novel, and yeah. he went into the Claudia's secret playroom this week.
0: Yeah. Um. What
1: um? Th- do you have a favorite passage, or do you want me to read you one? Um. It's tough because it was it was sort of a it was sort of a book long. Mr. Gray will see you now. Yeah. No, it so, is. Oh, no, I don't have a specific passage that I captured.
0: I can give you two. That sh- so th- this is like a Jekyll and Hyde novel, right? There are two sides of Alan Gray. There's a moment in the novel that I think sums it up where Claudia is hiding her relationship with Alan Gray and she comes to a babysitter's club and she says, I'm not late. The clock on my desk says 530 exactly. At that moment, the numbers rolled over to 531. Christie intoned this meeting at the BSC will now come to order. And it did. I fell across the bed. Phew. Where have you been? asked Christy, being her typical blunt self. Lost in the dark. I said. Lost in the dark. So that could be a reference to the fact that they were in a dark movie. But I think that this is a it's a novel about people who are lost. Just people Conrad. who are at a turning point. Yeah, exactly. Heart of Darkness. They've they've come to a, a, a turning point where they find themselves lost. In the middle right. of what does Dante say? In, mezzo com- di camine, in the in the middle of Warlord the road Kings. of life, I found myself in a dark woods where the, the correct way was not clear, and right. and heart of darkness. But so yeah, Mister Gray in this case, he has also come to a turning point where there like the two sides of him are splitting apart. He's lost in the dark too, right. because there's like prank Allen and like. Suave as hell,
1: Alan. And like he does hell know Alan, which Alan one isn't, to be. isn't terribly compelling, is what we've discovered. Suave as hell, Alan, is is sort of a pill. He's got no humor. There's a good version of him that I won't read the whole passage, but
0: he like at the movie, he like goes and gets her popcorn and he's like he's wrapped very carefully wrapped the straw for her soda in like a paper towel.
1: Right, and she's very touched by that, and she's very
0: touched by it, God, and it that's it like so that's so easy
1: to date Claudia. <laughs> that's all it
0: takes. I thought it was sweet, but I can <laughs> now I'm certain <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> she does. She like goes wild for it. Yeah, you remembered napkins. I said. <laughs> When it comes to movie theater popcorn buttered or not, napkins are crucial to the survival of whatever you're wearing, but not everyone agrees with me. Lots of guys and at least one girl, our fearless BSC president Christy Thomas, believe that jeans can double as napkins. For you anything said Alan and laughed a little to show he was joking he pulled a straw from his jacket pocket carefully unwrapped it and slid it into the drink so that's the one side right that's actually suave there's a later side of Alan where he's like trying too hard and he like all of the rough edges come off and he's just like this robotic
1: figure yeah I had a friend in, in high school yeah. named Ken who was a, a well liked and handsome and popular guy Yeah, and he used that nature to be as slovenly as humanly possible. Okay. And he used to wear a red T-shirt to school pretty regularly that right in the middle of his belly had a noticeably large grease stain <coughs> because he would regularly go to the movies and he would pull his shirt up and oh. he would fill it with popcorn. Oh, that's horrible. And then just sit and eat out of his shirt. Jesus. And then just wear that shirt. To school.
0: <laughs> and you, res- you respect this?
1: Uh we were friends. We were yeah. f- good friends. We played a lot of like Rogue Squadron together. Yeah. So,
0: I had a friend when I was a preteen who had a pee corner in his room. These guys are the okay. fucking
1: worst, man. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? I just remembered it. He had a corner just, in his room. Just where he in the corner. Dominate. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's interesting to think about, isn't it?
1: It's interesting to think about, it, and it's not. Gosh, I'm wondering if I want to as two men with say... young sons
0: too, where it's like this is like
1: in your fucking future, like some version of this fucking shit. Is it? Wonder future. if I want to say what is on my mind. Uh, probably not. Which is, I didn't have, I didn't have something too dissimilar from P corner. Okay, I had a thing where I I lived in, my room had a sliding glass door, that led outside. Yeah. To where my family's hot tub was. Okay. And sometimes when I was feeling particularly lazy, I would just sort of slide the glass door open just a crack. Yeah. Just enough to let it fly. But, like, that's not, that doesn't compare to Pea Corner, right? I was peeing outside onto gravel. No, that's What you're describing is, like, beautiful and
0: (laughs) fresh. Compared with what the, the degradation that, that whatever that was, yeah, what a nightmare. Uh, boys are and never that, have boys, that's terrible. Um, yeah. but so there's prank Alan, too. And let me just read here's the, the my 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 pure Mr. Gray will see you now moment. And this is prank Alan like fi- coming out finally after he's been like suppressing it. And this is the real Alan. The phone rang, I knew it was Alan. I picked it up. Hello, talking through his nose. Alan said babysitter's club have i got a baby for you how long do you sit on them before they hatch (laughs) alan i said how did you guess (laughs) that's good good. that's alan that's pure alan and now i would like to do a segment within a segment okay and so we're we're one layer deep in the dream and it's inception but we're gonna kick down
1: don't think it counts if you finish a segment no then announce you're doing a segment within a segment what does for this Okay, you ready? Yeah,
0: I don't totally know how to do this.
1: You're you're pretty un inexperienced in doing segments within segments. <gasps> you need me to do. You need me to take the wheel.
0: Well, you don't know what the segment is.
1: I know, but maybe I can help guide your your hand a little bit.
0: Like so ghosts. far, you're not. Okay, let's okay. like ghost. All right, I'm sitting. I'm just sitting in front of the um the pot, potter's wheel. The Potter's wheel. Yeah. And uh, what's playing? The Elvis song? Yeah. It's been so long since I saw this. And I'm, I'm having trouble making the pot. Yeah. And what are? And then you reach around. <laughs> Tanner's putting his, put his arms around me.
1: Jack, I want to introduce, I know you're in the middle of yeah. Mr. Gray will see you now.
0: Yeah, we're still talking about it. But I want and, wa- I have and, and to I'm say. not gonna let I have you more finish. to say about Mr. I know you scenes. have s- yeah. more to say and yes. I'm not
1: gonna let you finish, but I would yeah. love to introduce a segment mm-hmm. Okay and it is okay and the
0: way we do it is I don't know yet, but it's a new one. And the way that it goes is something like this. And I need your help with this. Yeah no and then hey wh- um, okay and yeah Tanner's reaching his arms around me again um, and the pot is looking great. Um what's your dad got in that room?
1: My dad?
0: Yeah. Mark What's behind behind your dad's that door of your dad's?
1: Mark? Yeah, sure. He has a room in his house where <laughs> he and his wife hang up all their running medals. <laughs> the medals like, they get for finishing races.
0: Their Xbox and stuff?
1: He doesn't own an Xbox.
0: Okay. So- My half
1: brother does. No, 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 no. It's
0: got to be your dad.
1: Oh, dad, right. Well, the my half-brother Alex lives with my dad.
0: Okay, and he has a room with
1: his Xbox and stuff? There's a room with an Xbox in it, yeah.
0: Oh, I should tell you, the helicopter's standing by outside. It could take you away at any moment.
1: What helicopter?
0: The... Wait, you're just
1: reintroducing Alan Gray Will See You Now. No. No, you're introducing, I just remembered. I'm introducing a new segment, and it's called
0: Mr. Mr. Gray, we'll see you now.
1: Mr. Mr. Gray, we'll see you now. It's called It's called Daddy Gray, we'll see Dad you now. Dad watch, we'll see you now. <laughs> it's also called Dad watch. But it's Mr Gr- Mr Mr Gray. It's Dotty Gr- Dotty Gray made an appearance and you you thought you were titillated by by alan alan gray yeah in his sort of adventures in kinky secret room yeah stuff wait till you hear about wait till mr. you mr. Gray meet does. mr gray uh
0: side by side alan and i walked to the van alan held the door for me to get in and continued to hold it until everyone else was in too. like the entire babysitter's club gets in this van then he climbed into the front next to his father Mr. Gray said,
1: We brought the minivan for miniature golf. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Alan good. gave his
0: father a pain look, which surprised me. But there you go. So that's uh, it. Two layers deep. Gosh, would I love that guy to spank me, huh? But that's, is I that think the, the way point? that works in the movie is is Alan's like, eh, sorry, Alan, Mr. Gray is like, What's well, my the door? It's my weird room. And then he opens the door, and in the room is just his dad. And then the dad is like, "Oh, we got this minivan
1: for miniature golf." <laughs> his dad's like, "We have an Xbox and stuff." Yeah, <laughs> stick around. Um, that's good. Those are all good things. Um,
0: would you like me to bring up another topic? because um, I got one.
1: Notes.
0: Yeah, this is a little bit scary. And um, the the c plot is that Erica Blumberg, who's great in this,
1: really lovely. Erica Blumberg really grew on me. I'm I'm disappointed that I feel like they. I don't know the delicate way to say this, but I feel like they fucked up. And I have nothing against Abby, but Erica has really taken a star turn in the Friends Forever series, and Abby has really taken a back seat. Yeah, Erica is- in a man. way that like it's like. Do they regret going with Abby instead of Erica? Like it yeah. seems like it at times, doesn't it? They talked about
0: her as a potential new babysitter when, like, at the around the time when Abby came on board, like they were short staffed because Dawn had moved and they were getting a lot of work, and like, right, right, right. Erica was on the list. I just like she's so vibrant, and like they, they maybe the Scholastic Liars are like they were pushing for her, and then Anne made an executive decision, and then it's like it's always like what could have been
1: and she's so like she's so close to abby like she's funny she's super smart she's uh, adopted rather than a twin so it's like right that's a slight she's got a thing yeah yeah she's very close to what abby like what abby is
0: yeah she and she's very cool and she she and claudia have are striking up what feels like a real friendship
1: yeah yeah, I I and she's cool and she's nice and I like her.
0: But yeah, the c plot is that she's like trying to find her birth parents, right. and they do find her birth parents by going through her adoptive parents' um, like files. And then it's weird, but in the early interactions between Claudia and Erica, the following passage really jumped out at me. My mother nodded approvingly. You're early, Erica. You're never late when you're early, Erica replied. That sounds like something a parental unit would say, I commented. They're obsessed. And I think everyone was in like 1999 or 2000 with saying parental unit or like maternal unit instead of mom. That was a thing. We all did it. If you're too young for that to be meaningful to you, just know that there was a time when like literally everyone, you could be the coolest person in your school or the biggest nerd, but at some point you were like, my parental unit's. Right. This that is what we dehumanizes said.
1: Dehumanizes them <laughs> in a lot of ways, right? And that was the point. That sounds like something parental.
0: Yeah, it does. That sounds
1: like something a parental
0: unit would say. I commented. Erica grinned. My father. He keeps all the clocks in the house fast, and there are a lot of clocks. Believe
1: Interesting. Me. What does that mean?
0: Well, just to take a wild guess, it sounds like she's describing the father of clocks.
1: Oh. And's, Ands other other the other
0: side. Right. You can't have one without the other.
1: Right. I'm trying to think of some characters from pop culture who who have lots of clocks. First one that comes to mind, Dr. Emmett Brown from Back to the Future. Yes. Are there some Marvel folks who have a lot of clocks? There is a Batman villain called Calendar Man, I don't know. Oh, right, yeah, we talked about Calendar Man. I bet he does. I bet he has a couple. Um, Gotta have some. But so this is so Nola. Think about this. Clock King, Clock King. Okay, Clock King. There's a guy called Clock King. He's also a Batman villain. That's who I'm thinking of, and he's got lots of clocks. Okay. I'm here to clean your clock, fugit. Don't count on it, Batman. When it comes to clocks, I am king. I'm God. Interesting.
0: But so think about what Nola is doing here. Nola's written a good, clean, babysitting fun book. There's good, clean, babysitting fun in this book. No fucking Mm -hmm. question about it. And Mm -hmm. it's good, and it's clean,
1: and it's babysitting fun. That's the B-plot.
0: The B-plot is, like, they're trying to paint this mural in the library. It goes wrong, but, like, there's lots of babysitting the kids who are painting the mural, and it's fucking wonderful. But that's what Nola likes to do. That's what she's here for. She's here to give us a little bit of levity. But... In the meantime, like, in the, like, fucking, like, nooks and crannies of this book, she has Alan and Claudia go to a fucking date that's a movie about the Leviathan. Right. Then they sneak into the fucking Leviathan's playroom. And then there's this character who's the father of clocks. Who's, like, Anne's, like, other side, the other side of Anne, like, the darkness that she is the light of. (sighs) Like, the shadow that she casts. Inside right. the shadow that Anne casts,
1: or is the father of clocks is Anne the shadow.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, it, at some point it becomes academic,
1: right? It doesn't matter. But, One is the inverse of the other, in it yeah. I just like I I don't when you when you apply phrases like the light and the shadow, it implies like a a good and an evil.
0: I would say it this way: if you look at Anne, Anne is bright, and if you look at her, you will be blinded, uh, and you will okay. see nothing. Yes. You will see darkness. And it's,
1: the Joel Edgerton. Right. Will Smith yes. vehicle from Netflix. Bright. Bright. And yeah. that is what we're talking about now. They're fantasy cops in a fantasy world. <laughs> Joel Edgerton is a orc man. I still haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Will Smith is a human.
0: Ooh.
1: That okay. Yes. Yeah. And we've we've come full circle. We've yes. cracked the code. And that Anne is and is bright and and the so this is her signal clocks. that this is
0: that somehow like the other an other entry into the darkest timeline,
1: right? Wow! Um, Never thought we'd talk about the Joel Edgerton, uh, Will Smith vehicle Bright ever again, but here we are. God, what a film!
0: I haven't seen it. I did see the uh, I did see Spectral, and you guys must watch it.
1: Uh, if you haven't seen Spectral, <laughs> give that a watch. <laughs> you got to see it. Hell of a uh, film.
0: There are ghosts and they they fight the military.
1: Yeah. Um. We've got to go. Oh Jesus! No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not ready to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: I'll let you take the wheel for just one second. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's not the way we introduce it in the main series, Jack, <laughs> but it not. is Oops All Segments, so <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I would like to talk about a Cenobite okay. that I burned this week. This is going to be Jack. very confusing for 95% of people who listen to this podcast, I will remind oh, you. Oh, yes, and won't it be so delectable? And the Cenobite I burned this week, Jack, was called Baron. Baron, okay. And here's what you need to know about Baron. Mm-hmm. He's a mysterious Cenobite who has been around at least since the 15th century. In Hellraiser. As he was the first mentioned in the personal diaries of the notorious child killer, Gilles de Rais. Baron was a Cenobite who helped Philip Le Marchant create the Lament Configuration and perhaps other puzzle boxes. And he is a Cenobite from Hellraiser, and we burn them in yeah. our little sister big episode patreon Patreon. show and
0: i'm burning one called Chalkus. she's a cenobite who joined alistair's gash and committed several forms of treason against hell by defying leviathan and taking it upon
1: themselves to wipe out when we are feeling amused on the patreon show for a little while at least we don't do it anymore but we would burn cenobites yeah and on in a great conflagration yes great bonfire of flesh and misery
0: yeah and it's our burn of the week isn't it it's burn of the week <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know if you don't listen to the patreon show it's how we do burn of the week yeah on the little sister little episodes which you can find patreon.com slash bscc podcast
1: um let's do a quick burn and then we'll go um mine's think- not quick because mine's uh mine's a fucking run um, I think mine's a run too,
0: so w- okay. we can it's probably um, the same one. Which will if it's a run, time. you can read it and I'll finish it
1: off, and that's
0: perfect. I love that.
1: This time, Alan and Christy were standing there. Uh oh. You could go outside and watch the grass grow, Christy suggested to Alan. Oh really? Alan's eyebrows went up. Is that how you spend your time? Hi guys, I said. Can I recommend any books for you? You'll have to make your selections quickly, though. The library closes in 15 minutes. Christy, who looked more than a little steamed that Alan had zinged her, said... Stem? Did you say stemmed? Sorry, stem? Science, technology,
0: education. Engineering, mathematics.
1: No, I said steamed. It sounded like you said stemmed. No, it's a totally different word. Okay. The picture books are over there, Alan. Alan said to me... I read Fell. Fell? I repeated blankly. The Book You Recommended by M.E. Kurt. You did, I said. You said she was an excellent writer. She is. And there are more books about the same character. His name is Fallon. He, Claudia's a little busy right now for a book report, Alan, said Christie. I've been looking at Alan, feeling deeply flattered that he'd read the book, even though I hadn't exactly recommended it. Mallory had, really. Christie's words jerked me back to the unpleasant situation developing between Alan and Christie, with me in the middle. He smiled hugely. When you learn to read, Christy, he said, I recommend it.
0: That's very strong. Yeah. It's a very good thing to say. Yeah. Um, But Christy is not undone by this. She's a little bit on her back foot,
1: but you can't fucking count Christy out. Not in a a battle of wits between Christy and Alan. No. You can't count either of them out. Christy began to sputter. I said quickly,
0: you guys, stop it. If you're going to fight, go outside. We're not fighting, said Christie. I do not engage in battles of wit with the unarmed. (laughs) It's like fucking Oscar Wilde. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It is pretty good. I think that when you learn to read is like a pure burn. Like, I recommend this for when you learn to read. And Christie is just like pulling out some, some, like, it sounds good, but it's like very literary and polished in a way that
1: maybe doesn't pack the same punch. Alan Gray is flawless in this novel. Yeah, I can't believe that this entire series of books, all 135 regular original canon books, all 10 super specials, all 15 mysteries, all 10 um, portrait Portrait collections, collections. was this redemptive arc of Alan Gray. That's what it is.
0: Yeah. It was about Alan Gray. This entire
1: books was just (laughs) the character journey of Alan Gray. (laughs) It does seem like it isn't Uh, that an interesting choice
0: that's an interesting choice by nola and Anne. um well we'll find out what happens next week because there's one more
1: there's one more and then we're retiring we're hitting the beaches yeah we're gonna hit the beaches we're gonna go hit the beaches of boca Raton and let the birds eat us and carry us into heaven (laughs) because that's what you do at the beach
0: um i'd love to, to thank you tanner for bearing with me this week hey you're welcome I would like to thank the baby nation for bearing with us. Um I would like to uh, remind everybody to please subscribe to our Patreon. You can find it at patreon.com slash podcast. It's a whole other podcast where we sing the descriptions and we also talk about the little sister books and it's a great way to support our show. Please also do buy our merch, bit.ly slash merch. We got t-shirts, we got totes, we got stickers, we got all sorts of good stuff over there and it is another great way to support our show. You can also support our show by going to Apple Podcasts and leaving us a rating and a review and... We like that when you do that, as long as it's nice. So please be nice. Um, Don't If you're
1: not going to be nice, don't don't do
0: do it. it. (laughs) Yeah, because it makes us sad. Um, But do please leave a rating and review. It's a great way to help other people uh, to discover the show. Another great way to help people to discover the show, honestly, tell them about it. Tell a friend. Hey, want to dive in on a show that you probably have to start from the beginning on that's just finished the entire run of books? Now's a great time. Do you
1: have time to listen to five years worth of
0: podcasts? (laughs) Um, Please do join our Facebook group at uh, Baby Nation is the name of the group. You can find it by going to our Facebook page, which is Babysitter's Club Club. And the group is where all the action happens and everyone in there is nice and Good. All that remains is for me to say this week that we read a novel it was called Babysitter's Club Friends Forever number 12 Claudia and the Disaster Date. Next week we're going to be reading a little book, I think a big book. Maybe we'll split it
1: into two parts. Hey, did we discuss how there was no Disaster Date and every date they went on was actually great?
0: No, that yeah, it's a weird one because all the dates are good including the mini golf one. We didn't discuss right. it, but it was it's mis- it's misnamed. Girlfriend. Um Next week, we're going to be reading a book called Babysitter's Club Friends Forever Super Special Number 2, Graduation Day. I can't believe you've done this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Scary and weird. Um, All that remains now is for me to say that. This week, my name has been Jack Alexander Shepard.
1: My name is Tanner Greenring.
0: Please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom. His name is Michi... Okay, no, I'm still talking. Oh, sorry. Please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom. Drown all your dolls. Call your senator and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let daddy love you as much as I do. Zendaya's remember the day. His name is Michi. No, I'm still talking. I you were done. I'm still talking. Okay. Remember the Delaney's. Remember the trip, man. Take your dream horse through that maze. Zendaya's you can say it. Daya's name is
1: Michi, and that's from the Patreon. The little sister. Big episode. Big episode. Elite babies. Baby, Baby elite. elite. Something little, little big episodes. I don't remember. It's tough to say. Claudia is wearing a bra now,
0: and the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented. Are you looking at
1: because i, I don't felt wanna, like i do want to tell
0: you i lost your attention about two to three minutes ago i don't want to tell you you were just kind of going through the motions no we were talked about how we used no to i know i'm lot. just saying that i i felt i got a feeling that i only had a half of you your did the attention. gungan stuff what are you looking at nothing you no you're clearly not i'm looking at you and you're not you're my it? full
1: i'm taking notes no you're not that is inconceivable
0: no i'm taking notes okay well what is it what are you writing? What are the notes about? Notes about our episode. Let me see it. Hold it up so I, I can read it. I just showed you. No, hold it up so I can read it. What's to do? You're taking notes about work. Your job. Fucking
1: taking notes. This is not I'm taking notes about the podcast. No, you're not. Why would you? Why would you take notes while we're doing I he, I I
0: want you to I was doodling
1: in. this. Okay. I was doodling this snake. You were doodling a snake.
0: That was a Headgum podcast.